2: And we are at FLA Live Arena, some NHL All-Star Skills competition. All-Star Weekend is upon us. Now, our broadcast from All-Star Weekend is sponsored by our friends at Funky Buddha Brewery, hosting the Maple Bacon Coffee Porter Festival tomorrow. Free to attend in uh, Oakland Park. I think you know where it is, Crowder. You've been there a number of times. I'm leaving here early to go down there and just wait. <laughs> just getting in. Uh, well, I
3: told it, you. it is
2: his personal Woodstock. I'm not going to lie.
3: He loves it. When you see me sleeping in the grass, just leave me be. <laughs> it is uh, It is
2: tomorrow. Plenty of draft beers, live music, this all kinds time. of fun. Food
3: tr- it's awesome. The yeah. food's amazing.
2: And if you want info, just go to maplebaconcoffeeporter.com. Steve Goldstein is joining us here. Before I get to Goldie, let me give you the stock market report. It is sponsored by Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's one 800 3733 and we can all do a thumbs down for today's all stock market right. report if you want. Dow Jones down 128 points, eh, S&P 500 down 43 points, eh. NASDAQ down 193 points, Ooh. but it was a tremendous January. Yesterday was a great day. The jobs report was fantastic today. Listen to you. And uh, listen, if you think I'm making it uh, in Boca based off this radio job, <laughs> you got another <laughs>
3: thing coming, Goldie.
2: Yeah. Uh, And we'll make this our cat talk today as well because Goldie's going to join us. Hockey fans, don't sit this one out. When it's game time, make Celsius a part of your play and get that energy up. Game day is fueled by Celsius Essential Energy Drinks, the official energy drink of the Florida Panthers. And our cat talk today will be, Goldie, and I'm going to ask you this because you have been around the NHL for a very long time, and we'll get to headlines with Solana in a sec. Um, How has South Florida done Not just as a host area, how have the fans been? in participating with all the All-Star festivities this week?
1: Very interesting question. By the way, I heard the line of the century just before we came on. I think I'm going to use it for maybe a goal call. Like, here comes Barkoff. He scores! Is your mama your screensaver? Like, was, gonna, I knew exactly
2: <laughs> when you said you were going to use it as a goal call. Because Crowder was looking at Solana's computer yeah. and he just goes, is your mom
1: your screensaver? <laughs> like, that's, I-, I love that. And a line I've never heard before. We've heard it all, we thought. We thought. Uh, South Florida's been great. I was down at the beach the last Last couple days, and they did a great job on the beach. I didn't think it was going to be that big and elaborate, and it's awesome down there. They got the Stanley Cup, and they've had players and former players, you know, rotating in. There's just a ton to do, and all kinds of food and stuff. So I think the market has responded really well. And before coming up here, I walked around the building a little bit, and it's pretty amazing. But, and we know that from these big events, you know, but until you're in it, you know, like you go to a Super Bowl, you go to an All-Star. It's incredible how the leagues come in and just transform everything. So, uh, I think the building looks great, and I think the fans have been uh, hyped, and I think tomorrow, t- tonight and tomorrow will be fun. Yeah. How does it compare to, you know,
3: quote-unquote, hockey town All-Star games?
1: I think it's been pretty good. I mean, I know everybody from out of town that I saw down at the beach today, they absolutely loved it. They're, they're like, man, you, you guys live here? Like, yeah. you know, they can't, can't <laughs> believe it. Um so, yeah, I, I think the passion has been there, and, you know, we'll start finding out. Look, it's only, it's only 4 o'clock. There's already a few people lingering around. I saw some cars coming in. The gates open at 5. So I, I think it's going to be every bit as good as, uh, you know, as, as most hockey towns. Plus, the weather's great, yeah. you know. Like, no knock on the hockey towns. If this was Minneapolis and Detroit, like, no one's hanging out. Outside all day. You I know, think I saw no that
2: stuff. last year in Vegas. You were like, you know, because when, because like you'll see it tonight. If you're watching tonight on ESPN, you'll see stuff that was taped throughout the week mm-hmm. at the golf course, and I'm sure you'll see stuff tomorrow as well on ABC on the, the All Star broadcast. But I think the optics of having it in a warm weather locale, because Vegas. I remember last year they did some of the skill stuff on the uh, on the Strip, mm-hmm. and it looked really cool visually. And I know they did some stuff yesterday, or a couple days ago, on the golf course and uh, the beach yesterday and stuff. So I think I think visually, there's something to it. Um, I wonder though, you know, it, when you think about All Star and hockey and a celebration of the sport, like Crowder says. There's always this knock on South Florida. You know, is it really – I mean, it's not a traditional hockey market, but is, is it a viable hockey market? And I go, hey, if you watch what was going on here last year during that President's Trophy season and then getting to the second round of the playoffs, like – I think because Nashville, same, same thing used to be said about Nashville, and then all of a sudden you saw that Preds team a few years ago. That I mean, it was like the most captivating scene you'd ever seen inside a, a hockey rink. So I, I, I don't think it's a question anymore if it's viable or not, is it?
1: No, I don't think viable is a question. Now, how great could it be? You know, teams got to have the success, and we've seen it now. You know, they've been good for a few years in a row. Didn't win much. Got that one round, which was not nice. But nothing beyond that. And look how much it's grown. So it's a great question when you have the commissioner on an hour to ask him because he's always been – it's one of the things I'm going to ask him. He's always been a believer in the South Florida market. And it's hard to judge before a team wins. You know, and if you go back in whatever sport – you go back to baseball in the early 90s. If you were going to relocate teams based on stadiums and how many people were there, the Atlanta Braves wouldn't be in Atlanta and the Guardians wouldn't be in Cleveland. Like those are two of the worst stadiums. There were 3,000 people at each game. All of a sudden, they got good. They got new stadiums, and here we are, and that's like a ridiculous conversation. So uh, I, I just think you have to have some sustained uh, winning, especially in places where everybody didn't grow up with the sport. Hey, I remember 97, 98, when, when, when Pat first got here, Heat Pistons first round, 12,000, 13,000. Not sold out. You know, every game not sold out. Then all of a sudden, the Knicks and Heat became mean, and the Heat kept winning, and you know, it becomes that. So I think, I, I think a lot of it is up to the franchises from the on-ice field court performance to make sure that, hey, I'm a fan because this team is entertaining and they're trying to win and they're winning, and then all of a sudden you bring your kid to again. And that's how the generations start to start to build it. And uh, talking about the All-Star game, today
3: is the skills challenge. And we were reading them off earlier. There's some cool stuff they're yeah. doing, but <laughs> what is your favorite? And what is real hockey? Because now they're knocking people out of, out of, what, the water little water houses and letting yeah. them fall in dump the dump tank. The tank, yeah. 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 That's going to be fun, by the way. Yeah, do um, you like the fun or do you like the real hockey? No, the I hardest shot, the fastest skater. Those are the two.
1: You hit it on the head. But like, it's not fun. Just but the hardest shot is the hardest shot. The hardest shot is cool, man. Is. Like, who can unleash it? You know, these things are 110, 115. And I Ooh. remember years ago, I think it was Ally Afraid he hit 100 for the first time, and it was like a big deal. And now with the strength and, you know, the sticks and all the video, how they can break it down, how, you know, you move your body. I mean, they're going to be 110, I don't know, 112 tonight, maybe more. And the fastest, just watching, if you're here, if you're able to be here, watching Connor McDavid fly around the ice like that in, like, what, 12 seconds he'll do or something like that, it's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. So I like it. I also like the fun stuff, the breakaway challenge. Longo's going to be the celebrity goalie. Mm -hmm. And Crosby and Ovechkin are shooting, quote, together. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I read that too. What yeah, does that mean? I don't know. We're gonna, maybe they're changing jerseys and going to the same time. I really don't know. But they're going to have fun with it. And that's one thing about these guys. You know, they compete during the regular season, the playoffs. But they know they're one big fraternity. And they do have a good time when they're all together. And I know every guy, because I've seen a few, th- there's not a better advertisement in all of our sports Including our college sports for recruits and coaches than to have big events in South Florida because people come down here and they're like, "Holy cow!" Like
4: every day. And
1: hang on, there's no state tax. <laughs> right. Yep. <laughs> so it, I, I think it. I think it. Um. You know, it goes across the board of really all of our sports every time, whatever event it is, when we have one of these in town.
2: So who do we have? We have Alexander Barkov is in the accuracy shooting contest. Matthew Kachuk. He's in the splash shot, but that one's already taped, I'm guessing. Yep. Uh, he's also in the Breakaway, breakaway. Challenge, I yes. think. Mm-hmm. So those are the, the the three competitions that have Panthers in them, That's correct?
1: That's correct. And Luongo's in the Breakaway Challenge. Correct. As yep. the celebrity goalie.
2: So tonight you can watch that. You're not stopping anything. On, uh,
1: <laughs> how was the alumni game? <laughs> I didn't go to it, but I heard it was great.
2: Yeah, because I saw a couple yeah. of highlights. And yeah, so Luongo's really cool. now a forward. Somebody got you a hat trick because people were throwing their helmets Pete on the Warrell. ice. It was Peter Warrell and that got the, the trick? it was the best
1: guy because Pete works so hard. He runs the, the youth hockey at the ice den. And he works so hard, and he tries to tell the kids, you know, the kids 9, ten years, they, they didn't see him play because he's too old for that. And he tells them, here's what you need to do, here's what you need to do. And they're probably like, okay, yeah, well, now he gets a hat trick. And they're like, okay, I'm going to listen to Pete right. now. Yeah, actually, now it makes sense. Now it makes sense. So there they'll listen to him, yeah. So uh, good for him.
2: Steve Goldstein is with us. You, you did mention, you know, the on ice the on field, the, the performance. Uh, we should probably, before we move on to other stuff, Talk about what the Panthers are going to need to do to and get eight. into the playoffs. 22-8. and eight, That's is that... m- my
1: calculation.
2: So you did a point calculation. I've done that for a while.
1: Keep in mind, that was like 31-13. and 13. <laughs> <laughs> So the last few weeks of winning those games and even the losses in overtime getting the points has brought that down. So tough, but not impossible. With I mean, the it's team tough. To it starts home.
2: Monday against Tampa. Well, it's, it's, yeah. like, it, it's very – this, is,
1: this is not easy. Point, at some point – and you're 52 games in, and there's 30 left. It's not 160 game season. It's 82. At some point, you need to step up. You need to put your foot in the ground and make a stand. Maybe they did that that Saturday night win over Boston. That would be great if that, like, because right. I was dejected at that game because
2: well, they I thought, played great and they and, played hard and, and they gave it away at the end. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah. what a terrible way to go into the break. And then it became. An incredible way to go into right. the break in a matter of, of seconds. So maybe that is the jump-off yeah. point for...
1: So, you know, they, look, they got um, Tampa, San Jose, Colorado. You know, there's no more grind with the schedule of traveling out and coming back. And all. That's all over. I mean, from mid-February, the next, week after next, they have a four-game road trip. When they get back from that road trip, that's the week after the Super Bowl. For the next month, they have one road game, and it's at Tampa. And basically, they're home. So this is their time. They try to keep their head above water. They actually did through all of it. Through we've talked ad nauseum. New coach, new system, injuries, no cap space, the goaltending not being you know be, being what it needs to be. All that stuff. They have kept their head ab- above water. So they need to come out of this. And at some point, you're going to need to win seven, eight in a row. You do that. Suddenly that 22 and eight goes to 15 and eight. It's like oh, that's really not that hard to do.
3: Yeah. And, Goldie, you're talking about the new coach, the new scheme. Is it, is it new anymore? No, now it's not. No. Now it's not. Is, is it set? Like, it, can, can what they're doing, mm-hmm. can that be a 22-8? and eight? Can this system, what you've seen, now they're solidified. Can that go 22-8? and eight? If
1: they get the saves, yeah. The saves are going to be critical, man. Yeah. I mean, I thought Alex Lyon was terrific. He had the one bad game at Madison Square Garden. This guy, played, this guy had played 24 games in his life in the league. He played six games. In 11 days, for a team that if he didn't play well, it's lights out. I mean, that's incredible what he did. And he kept him in every single game, except for really that Ranger game. That, you know, And it was Igor Shesterkin on the other side, so he lose the goalie battle to the best goalie in the league. Other than that, he got points in every other game. I thought the guy was terrific. I thought they played well in front of him. And uh, I know Bobrovsky's getting healthy. He was close to playing that last weekend. I'm assuming he's going to be in goal on Monday. But... If it's me and it's not me, which is good for everybody, I'm not coaching and making any decisions. <laughs> if it's me, wh- whoever the best goalie is, is playing. I-, I don't care if it's Spencer Knight. Night after night. It doesn't Alejandro matter. Solano. I don't care who it is. Contract's
2: <laughs> out the window. Uh, yes. you- you've got a small window to get into the playoffs.
1: Hey, you know, you can win some games with Alex Lyon. You know, I mean, they went out of their way to sign him in the. You know, he won the AHL Calder Cup, the championship. Mm-hmm. So they went out of, his, out of their way to go and find a guy. Hey, if our two guys are out. We need a guy that can play. And they went out of their way to find the third goalie. And sure enough, I thought he was spectacular, and I thought his attitude was great. I I thought it gave the whole team a pretty good lift.
2: Let's uh let's shift gears and talk a little Miami Dolphins here because Goldie does the uh, preseason Dolphins games. Yeah, not on anymore. CBS I'm taking 4. the
1: offensive line job? Really? Yeah, I'm going to go whole line because it's paying very well. <laughs> Me and Coach Lem, we're going to do it together.
2: All the assistant coaches. This Vic Fangio, the report is four and a half million dollars a year. So, and and I had said to the fellas before, like obviously they think he is the missing piece. Stephen Ross does not have a problem opening the checkbook for someone that he thinks is a valuable addition. So I ask you, is Vic Fangio like? Is this something for Dolphins fans to really celebrate during the offseason?
1: Well, number one, I don't think we could just take for granted that Stephen Ross spends the money. Because not every owner spends the money like that. And who knows if that was what was going on. Maybe someone else went up. Maybe there was originally four. Someone went to 4-2, and he just said, whatever it takes, just get it done. So I think fans have to have an appreciation for that. Um, you know, he's the best guy out there. McDaniel, I think they were talking about him even last year, maybe coming. I mean, this guy's been around since the mid-'80s, coaching in the USFL, for crying out loud. So you talk about – and Crowder, you know this better than we do because you played – if you're going to stay in the game for 40 years – Number one, you know what you're doing. Number two, you know how to adjust to the quarterbacks, the rules. And number three, and this may be, should be number one, is you know how to relate to the players Mm -hmm. and get them to play for you or else you don't stay around. So I think it's great that they got him. Um, I think Javon Holland, from what I know about Fangio, I think that guy's going to, he was great last year. He's going to unleash him because that's what it's, you know, Fangio is kind of like the McDaniel of defense all this pre-snap stuff and post-snap stuff and all that kind of thing. So um, I think it's a great fit, and I think Mike McDaniel, I look at it as like Fangio is almost the head coach of the defense. and I don't. Think it's almost
2: this, like having two head coaches salary-wise. Yes,
1: it is, and experience-wise. This guy was head coach for three years j- just a little while ago. So um, I'm all in on it. Look, anytime you can get the best guy at whatever position it is that's available, I think it's great that you do it, and he, he is the best guy out there.
3: And, Goldie, when people talk about the Vic Fangio, they talk about this window the Dolphins are in now, having Jalen uh, Waddle under the rookie deal still, having two under the rookie money. Tyreek has his five years. Like, how long is that window? Because everybody talks about these windows, but no one talks about, like, they have four years to do something really and then it's going to blow up.
1: That's a great question. Number one, you know, if Tua gets hurt again this year, well, that that's part that's of it is gone. Right. Um, they got to sign Sealer and Wilkins. Those guys, you know, automatic. But, yeah, I understand what people are saying. Waddle's not expensive yet. Jalen Phillips isn't expensive yet. You gave X's money already. He's locked in. Holland's not overly expensive yet. Um, but, But I think those things are always rotating in. That's the way I look at it. You know, I don't really look at it. You know, if these guys are that good, you can find a way to keep them and move out and move on from someone else that was making money. So... I'm not 100% on, personally, about the window thing. Not, not with this team, not right now. Now, that said, I mean, they've got, you know, seven, eight guys that are really, really good. And now they have the confidence in the second year with McDaniel. It's a big year for them. They need to take that next step. I mean, they've they got to go back to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the Panthers last year. You know, they got in. You
2: have to build on it now. And then,
1: okay, then they win the round. You're still disappointed, as we are as Dolphin fans, because they had the Bills beat. I mean, they should have won that game. <laughs> um, now, get in again. And now win a game and see where it goes. So from that, that's what I look at. I think the NFL window is so small. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you have a bad year, you can just pull the whole window out and redo all the windows.
2: <laughs> Which they've been known to do. Sometimes yeah, 100%. it works, sometimes it doesn't. Um, what about Tua? You mentioned him. So I was saying to Cuno when he was on with us, Tom Brady retires now, so we, we know he's off the table. Because I thought that name might just kind of float around in South Florida because of the connections with Stephen Ross and the the other rumors from the past years. So let's take him off the table. It is now, I think, Tua or Bust. You know, Crowder has brought up Jimmy Garoppolo. Derek Carr. Derek Carr. I think it's Tua or Bust. Do you?
1: Well, I think Garoppolo and Carr are different. Like, Carr is a starter. Like I think you go to a Super Bowl with Derek Carr. I you think, think the Dolphins go to a Super Bowl? I think teams could if he's the Matthew Stafford. He's the guy that's been in the dysfunctional team forever, can throw the heck out of the ball, big and strong, and if he goes to the right situation like Stafford did to the Rams, yeah. you can win with him. Um, so I think he I think Garoppolo is a backup. Oh okay. That's my opinion. Like if Jimmy G comes here, yeah. you know, look, I knock on wood, I hope to get through the seventeen games, I and mean, we all do. But if you go by history you better, you better have someone ready to play. Hopefully he plays 13 or 14 of them and is ready for the playoffs if you get in. But you need a guy that could step in and win you some games. I mean, last year, look, from the middle of the season before, when they had the bad start, when Flo was still here, up until the end of, you know, the, the beginning of December when Tua lost those games, they were like 14-0 and when he played and like 0-7 when he didn't. It was like so clear-cut. If he plays, you win. If he doesn't, you lose. Now, he then came in and then lost, so makes sense. And Skyler won that game, although the defense won that game. Yeah. But you better have a guy ready. I don't think Carr comes here as a backup. That's my personal opinion. I think he wants to be a starter. Jimmy Garoppolo is a different story. I think he could maybe see himself as, you know, an opportunity in this offense. And, hey, if things don't go, you know, according to plan medically, I could get in there. And if I don't, well, then it's, it's a year I just don't play. Okay. He's still a valuable guy, I I think. He already knows the offense.
3: It's the the San Francisco offense. And this crazy concept, but I've talked to somebody about this actually yesterday. Jimmy G has uh, injury history as well. 100%. So you have two quarterbacks
1: with injury history. Let's get them together and get 20 games under their belt and see what happens. If you look at it, and I think two is better when he's healthy and on. I think he proved that this year. But if you look at it as, you know, you got to win 23 or play 23 to win the whole thing could you split it up and is it a big drop off which if you drop, I think it's an interesting concept. You never think about it in football. Yeah. But you bring it up and maybe you do Something find a like way to try to goalies. Do it's somewhat like a goalie in Same hockey. Same
3: thing?
2: Yeah. Where they're not going to give you an entire season, but we kind of thought that about Teron Armstead going into the season and then all of a sudden it was like Ooh, we really need him out here. Because I remember saying before the season, it was like, hey, if you get 10 games out of Teron Armstead, you're ahead of the game. Well, you are because those games were fantastic. But the ones where you weren't certain that he was going to be out there were the ones that he didn't go out there. You're like, hmm, what are we going to do here? You know, it was a big drop-off. Uh, yes. A huge drop-off. Yes,
1: and that's not surprising. Look, he had, a guy, he had a guy playing in the playoff game against the Bills off the street. Yeah. I mean, that's incredible because the other guys got hurt. So that may be – Again, as it is every offseason, I think, the bigger topic than anything, you need a backup for Armstead that can play. Mm-hmm. And then you better figure out what you're doing next to him and what you're doing in right tackle. The other three, you know, Tehran, Robert Hunt, and, and, and Williams was a stroke of genius. Yeah. I mean, they signed the guy. They move him to center. I thought he was excellent all year. Um, you better figure out the other stuff, and, and they're going to have to get some depth.
2: Goldie, um, where do we go tonight uh, to get some, you know – food. Is there a suite that you're involved oh, with that might be catered? <laughs> uh we, we're kind of like uh the lost Israelites walking around. We don't really have a seat or a suite per se well, so I mean
1: per se. You don't have a seat? Correct. Okay. I, I was trying no to be
2: very, uh, very political about this. Uh, <laughs> no, no we don't. Uh, we we you Richard Gear. We had no place we, else to I go. I got no place else to go. Um, <laughs> D. What was it? D.
1: D. I want you,
0: drop D.O.R. On, R. D.O.R. Drop no, on request. Sir.
2: D.O.R. That was
1: great. The
2: greatest Lou Gossett Jr. roles was. of all time.
1: It was. Only um, two things in um, Oklahoma.
2: <laughs> don't don't finish that. <laughs> don't finish that. <laughs> don't finish that. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Don't finish that. I'd like to finish the show. So don't finish that. You'd like to
1: finish your career, so would I. <laughs> well, that would finish my career. Likewise. Um, <laughs> Likewise.
2: What? Uh, where are you going to be watching the game tonight? Well, you...
1: I, I've got a media credential.
2: As do we. So
1: I, I think I have a seat. I don't want to, you know, rub it mm. in.
2: I, I've got a media credential. Well, I so. think I got a seat. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. a
1: media seat. Do I have a media seat? I think there's some auxiliary. I looking no, over here. I, yeah, what are you looking at, Crowder? He knows what <laughs> um, He's going to the Funky Buddha. You could just hang out downstairs the Funky Buddha and watch it on the monitor. Well, I'm going to kind of yeah. just walt- waltz around yeah. and whatever, but I was wondering if you were in –
2: this is what I'm doing. You want to know the real no, truth? No, I'm not invited to a suite yet. You want to know the real truth? What's that? I'm practicing for, the for when the commissioner's here go. because I, my <laughs> right hand to God, I am going to try to talk myself into his suite tonight yeah. because that's got to be catered to the nines, right?
3: Why would he let you
2: in? Why wouldn't he let me in? I'm a Look nice at guy. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> He's right. got a point, huh? Well, maybe I'll see you in the commissioner's suite yeah. tonight.
1: <laughs> but there is some aux seating in the upper deck. All right. Where's the to? food, though? Oh, there's a food meal room downstairs for oh, there media. Is? There is? Yeah. Are you going there? I wasn't planning on it because I'm busy working.
2: Hmm. Interesting.
1: Although I do know anybody around. <laughs> <laughs> I know the Kachucks have a suite. Is that so? Yeah, that is so. Mm. And I will you be stopping friendly, by. all with the uh, Kachucks? I can, no. I can meet now, him. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he is a now. Big Remember me? Channing. Matty. <laughs> yes.
1: What's up, big dog? Chuckster. We so have killed that name. Huberdo trade. <laughs> Get, get it I'll off. I'll get it. you the sweet number. You stand outside. Oh, yeah, that Matthew, could you, he's great. I want to see these two guys. And then maybe they'll turn around. and you go.
3: And then uh, you no. occupy him, and I'm going to sneak it. We could play the brothers against each other. Tell one, we know the other, and the other, we know the other. Very just, good. just sneak in, and then uh, now you're just a family good friend, friend to Brady, right? Yeah, so I was going to say, do
2: you know the other brother's name? But no, I just don't. I've got do
3: research. We <laughs> <You laughs> got Matt Brady, Brady Matt. Hey, you just nice found, nice found
2: out. <laughs> all right, Steve Goldstein. Uh, so, uh, all star uh, activities tonight, tomorrow. You can watch tonight on ESPN. Tomorrow, you can watch on ABC. And then uh, Monday night, right back. back here, FLA Live Arena. And uh, Tampa Bay Lightning will be in town. It's not going to be easy. But as you said, uh, it doesn't matter. You have a, a slight chance to make to the playoffs. So you've got to get the winning started at some point.
1: it will tell you what, if they can win that one, you know, propelling them into the week because then there's two more home games, that would be huge. If that 22-8 and eight could be 19-8. and eight. By next Saturday, a little more of a conversation. You trying to talk
2: yourself into it? A
1: little bit. What's going on on here?
2: All right, Steve Goldstein. Thank you, Goldie. You got it. All right. This is the Hawken Crowder Show. What, uh, What do we all feel about Greg Popovich's hair?
0: Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
2: Park and Crowder. I honestly keep forgetting that it's Friday, and then I hear Dan Day play the music... And I go,
3: oh, yeah, it's Friday. I do, too.
2: I keep forgetting. There's uh, some action here. We just took a little jaunt around the FLA Live Arena, and it's starting to – Starting to pop off a little bit. Uh, we're going to catch up on some time here. Let me talk about trucks. We're not going anywhere. We're going to get headlines here from Solana because we uh, we spent the last segment with Goldie. Yeah, they got it. So uh, we're going to get headlines here. Goldie is up here. He's waiting to interview Commissioner Bettman for CBS4. And then uh, the commissioner will stop by here, hopefully, and spend a, a few minutes with uh with us jackals and see what uh, <laughs> what wisdom he can impart on us. So, uh, as we kind of get ready for that, let's get headlines here because I didn't get them at the top of the hour. We talked with Goldie. Here is Alejandro Solana.
4: They're driven by the new Palmetto Ford truck super center. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford, we know trucks. How about that? Funny.
2: Coincidental.
4: Very funny. Uh, Kyrie Irving. Wants out of Brooklyn. (laughs) Kyrie Irving wants out of Brooklyn. I'll simplify it as much as possible. Doesn't want to stay in Brooklyn past this year. He's an unrestricted free agent. His contract is up at the end of the season. Trade deadline is a week from yesterday. And uh, according to Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN and Sham Sharania of the Athletic and Stadium, he has told Brooklyn that they should trade him before next Thursday because he will not resign there in the offseason.
3: And Cunha made a good point. I don't even want to find out why he's mad. I want to find out what makes him happy. Yeah. So I think I think anger is his default. Like, where do you want to be, what situation, and who do you want to play with? I don't know if with. it's
2: anger with him.
3: It doesn't strike me as anger.
2: You know what it strikes me as? Disillusionment. Dis- disillusionment. Um, there are certain people. They always think it's not it's, – something's wrong. It's almost like feng shui. Like there's something wrong here. Uh, you know, and he's he's super cerebral, he thinks, when it comes to that. And so it's like maybe I'm better suited here. But remember, he played with LeBron, and he didn't like it. You know what I mean? He wanted, yeah. to, he wanted to do it himself. Goes to Boston. Can't do it himself. Doesn't like it there. Had to – had to completely uh, aroma aromatherapy the joint just because he had such bad memories. Um, hasn't been a success in Brooklyn, you know. Yeah. They look good this year. But I, I wonder if there's ever a place, which is why I'd be leery if I'm uh, an NBA front office person, why I'd be leery to give him a long, big contract because I don't think he knows you know, what he really wants.
3: I would ask him, if I was the Nets, give me a list because you can – because he can say no to anything. So give me a list of places you want to go so I won't waste my time with the teams you don't want to be on. But it almost reminds me of like the joke about a married couple going out to eat. Hey, you ask your wife what does she want to eat. It doesn't matter. Let's have tacos. I don't want tacos. Right. So what do you want to eat? It doesn't matter. It mattered because you didn't want these damn tacos. You said it. Lakers, I mean, uh, Cleveland wasn't good, didn't like that, didn't like Boston. Now you have a problem with Brooklyn. Where do you want to eat, Kyrie? That's the question everybody needs to answer. But
2: I, I will say, because it, it, he doesn't have to say yes or no to anything. They could trade him wherever uh, wherever they decide to trade him. But he may not sign an extension there, which would preclude that place probably from trading for him.
3: And that team's going to want to know before they even entertain a trade. Is this guy going to play if we trade for him? Because he's no. Unless not Solana play. said, like Solana said
2: earlier, maybe a team just wants him for a half-season rental. Maybe right. he can offload some terrible contracts. Brooklyn knows that they're going to be getting rid of him anyway at the end of the season. He said he's not coming back,
4: so maybe somebody wants him for a half-season rental. At this point, it seems like Brooklyn, after this next debacle that they're going through, probably just wants to be done with Ky- the, the Kyrie saga, right? So... They may be willing to part with him, even if it doesn't mean getting back what you should get back for Kyrie Irving, and then, you know, they'll deal with it at, at that point. As long as they can still put formidable pieces around KD and feel like they can make a run, they might be cool with it. Yeah, and the Simmons can step up now. This gets old Kyrie out the way. That's what'll happen. <laughs> Look, ben Simmons should focus on hitting a free throw before that's, he gets step that's up. That's what's going to happen. That's what's holding him back.
3: <laughs> Kyrie's getting in his
4: way. <laughs> uh Bam Adebayo is an all-star. Well deserved for Bam. Uh yeah, I think it's well deserved.
2: I think it's well deserved.
3: So he's the best player on our team now.
2: Um he has been out there and available more than Jimmy this season and he has definitely been a force to be reckoned with. Um I would still say Jimmy is the best player on the
4: team.
3: Oh, numbers wouldn't say it, but I agree with you about Jimmy.
4: Bam's been the best player for the Heat this season. The most valuable player for the Heat this season, but the best player on the roster is Jimmy Butler.
2: Right. And and Bam's been the most valuable player for the Heat this season because he's been available more than yeah. Jimmy.
3: Yes. And if it's like I was it's funny, I was looking at something, they were talking some a conversation we had about the front court and guys he's competing with, Giannis and Tatum and all those big guys around the East, if he gets, if he can get to 30 points a game, that would put. that's what will put him to the level with those guys. Because when you look at the numbers, he's 21 a game. All those guys are 30-plus. Yeah. If he can score us nine more points a game, and I know that's – just say, hey, just score nine more points a game, big <laughs> man. But if he can get to that point, that's yeah.
4: when he jumps into that next – I don't think he'll ever be 30, 35-point a game per night score. Like, I don't think he'll ever be that. But he doesn't need to. But I'm just saying, I don't think he'll ever that, be that. But I get you need to be you for the heat. But does he need to for his legacy? No, no, right. To, for, for the conversation we had going back, to be in the conversation of Giannis, Kevin Durant, to be a superstar, one of the top five, six players in the league, he probably would need to score that many points. Because LeBron's 467 years old, and he gets to 30. He's 63 points away, by the way, from breaking Kareem's record, all-time leading score in the NBA. LeBron James. Anyways, the Heat play the Bucks tomorrow night, 8 p.m. tip-off in Milwaukee. They'll play Giannis, who uh, who dropped video game numbers last yeah. night. Just stupid numbers last night.
2: Giannis not going to uh, Chick-fil-A anymore. He switched to Culver's.
3: Mm. I don't know about that decision. There's a lot more Chick-fil-A's than Culver's.
2: That's a valid point, but he's in Milwaukee. There's Culver's everywhere. That is a Midwest staple. I
3: think I'm going to Minnesota next month. I got to oh, check yeah? out a Culver's. Yeah.
2: Well, there's one in Coral Springs.
3: How about us go to that one and not worry about Minnesota? Probably.
4: <laughs> Told you I've never been to Culver's, but mm. now I mean Giannis loves it. I feel like I, I, I gotta make this happen.
3: Hey Solana, there's one in Coral Springs. One in Coral Springs or
2: Minnesota. You know, wherever uh, like you. wherever you're going to be. <laughs>
3: you going skiing in Minnesota again?
2: Of course he is.
3: Yeah, you know I'm going skiing in Minnesota.
2: Because well, I, I know you're not going to Aspen.
3: That's our spot, Minnesota.
2: <laughs> it's funny, man. It is so not a ski destination. But, man, oh. the Crowders love to pile into that Frontier Airlines plane <laughs> and land in Minneapolis-St. Paul it's, for a little skiing. They're the it's. only people checking ski. Ski equipment. <laughs> a On the ski. To Minnesota, a
3: secret ski hole that y'all don't know about.
4: <laughs> they have a chalet up there.
3: Yeah, they got a damn chalet. <laughs> what you think? I'm sitting in a tent, drinking hot cocoa. <laughs> I'm in the chalet. All
4: right. You're going ice fishing, aren't
3: you? The Crowders are up there ice fishing. <laughs> I've looked into it, and the wife gives me the look. Like you're gonna send me to the slope with kids, and you're gonna go fishing, and yeah. I got to look today. I was out of town four days. There's no slopes in Minnesota. (laughs) There's a a mountain, honk. Where? There's mountains in Minnesota. There's no black diamonds, but you can get you a blue in Minnesota, green, orange. I mean, it's literally known for lakes. (laughs) (laughs) The the whole area is known for lakes. How are lakes and rivers made? Valleys of the mountains. Hmm. Hmm. I think he might have us there. There's mountains there. I go every year. Well, obviously
2: you're skiing.
3: I'm imagining that there's, but I, they not like mountain mountains. Yeah, like there's no black diamonds and all. Yeah, it's just it's a it's a smaller level. But my kids are 11 and nine. They don't need a black diamond.
2: Are there are there lifts yes. or are you just a couple of stairs?
3: <laughs> I really just push my kids up the mountain and they turn around. <laughs> it's
2: no. like vaulting someone over a wall when you're younger. You just
3: all right, put your hand right here. And you're at the top <laughs> of the mountain. I <laughs> 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 catapult off one knee. Uh, there you go, kid. No, it's they have the magic carpet, the little what, the little treadmill that pulls you up to the second level, and then they have the lift to take you up top.
2: Culver's is in Margate. Uh, many of the texters are pointing out, not Coral Springs, <laughs> Margate.
4: Yeah, it's too far for uh, for a drive from Kendall. So I'm out on Culver. Sorry, guys. All right. Well, you
2: check it out when you're in Minnesota.
3: We're going next month.
2: Run into Giannis.
3: He would be – In Milwaukee. He, he You would know it's him. That is true. Yeah. That's true. I stick out when I go up there. So, I bet you do. thumb walking around I Minnesota. I bet you do. <laughs> hey, what do you play? Nothing. I'm a brain surgeon. <laughs> Leave me alone.
2: Kane <laughs> Hoops. That guy's got to be related to Kirby Puckett. It's huh? <laughs> a great joke for like
3: 50% of the listeners. <laughs> 50%? I don't know about that. Kirby Puckett? That's, that's, you, no. Are you joking? 40% of that 50% is dead, Hulk. The well, Kirby <laughs> Pocket is dead. I'm telling but you. But way that's too a, soon. <laughs> that's,
4: that's a that's Way a,
2: too soon. You've never heard of Kirby Pocket, Solana? Never heard of Kirby oh Pocket. Oh, my God.
3: How are you doing headlines on a sports show? I've heard of but
4: 12 years in the pros, huh? Are you joking? I didn't know his stats. The you twins, didn't even know his name? Twins all time leader in career you, hits I mean, runs I mean, total you, bases. Have,
2: you have to be kidding.
4: Never never in my life heard of Kirby Puckett. That that is
2: staggering to me. I'm not talking about the the, the Babe Ruth era here. Was he named after the Pokemon? <laughs> I don't know what that is.
3: <laughs> no, that joke was for four percent of our
2: audience. <laughs> <laughs> what what is the Pokemon Kirby or Puckett?
4: Kirby. All right.
3: I got both jokes. <laughs> Well-versed.
4: Uh, Canes play the uh, Clemson Tigers tomorrow in Clemson. Top 25 ACC battle. 3 p.m. on WQAM. Joe Zagaki will be on the call. Your weather from the Demesman and Dover law firm. Your Accident com. Call them. 866-954-MORE. It's a gorgeous afternoon in South Florida, especially here at the FLA Live Arena.
2: All right. There you
4: go. Um...
2: 5 o'clock Funky Buddha happy hours, 15 minutes away, and it's been a Funky Buddha celebration all day today. We're expecting the commissioner, Gary Bettman, I would say at any point from now till like 5.45. I'll give him a one-hour window.
3: He's the commissioner. right. and
2: then when he walks over, I mean we got to clean up this table. I mean, he's that's the commissioner. Him. It, it, what you have out here is embarrassing.
3: That's he's not embarrassing. Maybe he's that's hungry, a, yes, but not for this stuff. I mean, like Kool-aid bubblegum. I mean, what are we doing we three here? Three types of bubble four types of bubble gum. We have high chews. We have score bars. We have Rolos. We have organic chewies. I mean, we, we have a half pack of Rolos. Like, we've
2: been eating that. Like, this is just embarrassing. We have been eating them. But I know. I mean, I, so I'm saying. Gary cares if they're open? No. He's the commissioner. Some. You realize that's like being the president of a country.
3: Yeah. Huh?
2: Yeah. It's like having no. a, it's
3: like a, that's like an international presidency. People of that elk love to be with just the normal guys. Hey, the fellas over there gave me a Rolo, big man. That's how he talks.
2: It's people of that ilk, by the way. An elk is like a deer, I
3: believe. Canadian, a lot of moose. Fair. Fair point. (laughs) I don't know.
2: (laughs) Anyway, uh, we're at FLA Live Arena. Don't go anywhere. Anything can happen in the next hour and 13 minutes.
3: Ilk, huh? (laughs) Ilk. Ilk. That's an I-L-K?
2: That is. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show.
0: Shout out to all the pair.
2: Hawk and Crowder.
0: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. (laughs)